You're listening to a short preview of one of Simon's adventures. If you'd like to hear the whole adventure, then head over to simonsadventurestories.bandcamp.com. If you decide to buy this episode, or even a whole collection, you'll be helping Simon create lots more adventures in the future. Here comes Simon. G'day, my name is Simon. I'm an Australian green tree frog, but I'm also a fact-finding frog. I love finding out facts about things and sharing them with you on our adventures. And if you're ready, we can go on another adventure right now. So let's take in one really big slow breath together and when we breathe out, we'll be off on our adventure. Okay, deep breath in. Hold it and breathe out. Here we go. There's only one word to describe this adventure, and that word is huge. We're looking for the biggest land animal in the world, and I can't think of a better place to look, because this continent has the longest river in the world, the biggest desert in the world, the fastest animal in the world, and the tallest animal in the world. Oh, you've guessed it, haven't you? We're back in Africa. And this time, we're in Botswana. Botswana is definitely the best place in Africa to find this huge animal because thousands of them live in this national park along with giraffes and zebras and cheetahs and hippopotamuses and rhinoceroses and lions. Oh yeah, the lions. Hmm, we might just steer clear of the lions. Hmm. Do you know how to take a lion's temperature? Very carefully. <laughs> I reckon a couple of detailed detectives like us should have no trouble finding the biggest land animal in the world. We're standing in a very dense forest. But the first thing to notice is that the winding trail we're standing on is really wide. In fact, it's so wide, you could drive a truck through it. But if you have a close look at the ground, there's no tyre marks anywhere. Hmm, but there are some really big round footprints. Looks like this path was cleared by a seriously big creature and it must walk through here all the time. Oh, wow! That's the detail detective sound. There's something interesting up ahead for us to notice. On the path, about ten steps away, there's a ball of something rolling towards us. It's about the size of a tennis ball except it's brown, with some little bits of grass stuck to it. Oh, have a look behind it. There's a little black beetle pushing it along. That's no ordinary beetle. That's an African dung beetle. Now, dung is another word for poo. 
So that beetle is pushing along a ball of elephant poo. I'm serious. And here's the best part. Once he gets it home back to the nest, him and his mate are going to bury it and lay their dung beetle eggs inside it. Oh yeah, you heard that right. Dung beetle babies hatch inside a ball of poo. And then it just gets more gross. While they're growing, those babies live inside the poo ball for months while they're eating it. And the mother beetle waits right beside the ball, talking to them the whole time. If a dung beetle went to the movies, I wonder if they'd have poop corn. <laughs> oh, look! He's gone off to the side of the path a bit and stopped. And now he's climbing up on top of the ball. I know. Let's think about getting our detailed detective magnifying glass out so we can really see what he's up to. You might have to imagine kneeling down to get close enough to be able to focus on him. Think about moving your magnifying glass backwards and forwards till he looks much bigger and clearer. Well, I hope it doesn't make the smell from the elephant poo any bigger. It's bad enough already. <laughs> Can you see how black and shiny he looks? He has six legs and his head is quite flat, like a little shovel. Oh yeah, now that music is perfect for what he's doing on top of the ball. Even the scientists who study dung beetles describe that as his little dance. I reckon if I was a scientist, I'd have called that the beetle boogie. <laughs> Can you see that in your magnifying glass? He's sort of spinning around. Stopping for a second, then doing a bit more spinning. This is what he does every time he gets a bit lost. He works out which way to go by climbing up on top of the ball to look at the sun during the day, the moon at night, and if there's no moon, he uses the stars in the Milky Way like a map. I'm totally serious. Apart from people, they're the only other creature in the whole world that can navigate by the stars. And he does all of that with a tiny little brain that's the same size as a grain of rice. They are superbugs. Oh, there he goes. He's climbed back down and he's going home with his takeaway food. <laughs> it looks like he's doing a handstand because he pushes the ball with his back legs up high and his head pointing at the ground. That's like getting into a car, putting your head on the seat and steering with your feet. Hmm. Did I happen to mention that the dung ball might be 50 times heavier than he is? 
Oh, see you later, superbug. Enjoy your dung ball. If you want to make it extra tasty, you can put some salt and pooper on it. <laughs> oh, I'm glad we met that little beetle. Because we're looking for elephants. And he eats elephant poo. So that means they must be very close. That's the end of the preview. Remember, you can check out the whole adventure at simonsadventurestories.bandcamp.com. Thanks for listening.